Oh, I heard the ass end of that. I heard the ass start of that. Dude, the dude. dick side of it? If it's opposite of the ass end, is it the dick end? <laughs> well, depends. <laughs> Welcome to the dick side of the moon. Not the chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise! Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepypasta. Please. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pastacle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends take a look at the curious world around us. And what do I mean by the curious world around us? Well, we like to take a dive into movies, music, mystery, and history, dabbling in the... I got nothing. I could not figure out oh, any words for K. Letter? K. It was a K. Okay. And the... Kinky? I came up with kinky, but that's weird. <laughs> uh, um... Kill, kill. See, killing. I would have just gone to what sounds like a K sound. So, like, yes, no, that's cheating, and I, I ain't no cheating here. <laughs> and I just all, might all as well those. not do it and say the alphabet finally beat me on this. So normally, you win it's alphabet. the gruesome, ghoulish, grizzly, and gnarly, and find some, you know, throw that into a thesaurus, replace and the stuff with K, and you got this week, and almost always touching the world of the macabre. Sam starts us off with a real gnarly story on Slayer guitarist. Jeff Hanneman. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. <laughs> I know how you are with names. And then we take a look at the creepy pasta, Jeff the Killer, in the creepy file segment led by myself. As always, those beautiful Week. voices you hear chiming in are my lovely co occupants of the pod. Go ahead and follow them at Chuddle, the ross on instagram and slasher i never Hi. tell them who i'm going to first so they they wait in anticipation and i, I do just left a, shocked you know. like oh god he's gonna call on me oh god he's gonna call on me uh-huh and i did it you're you, it. you gotta go come on bring the heat oh go. shit uh doing well thank you for having me i have been well i've actually honestly i'm so late to the game i'm catching up on season two of the new twilight zone series and it's I've been really enjoying it, like really enjoying it. Oh, I haven't watched any. Oh, I'll have to give it a shot. I didn't love the first season, so season I first season was hit or miss. Second season, the second season, <laughs> I like the stories a little better, and um, I don't know, it's more of a Twilight Zone vibe. Like instead of a fan doing a Twilight Zone episode, these feel like actual like Twilight Zone episodes. If that makes cool. Sense. I know. Yes, it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just, you know, besides that, just uh, watching Mad God repeatedly uh, in a dark room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been watching that more? Yeah. I actually, I, I did. I sat down and watched it again, and it's just so much fun. I still haven't watched it. That other voice you hear right over there is our lovely co occupant at Chuddle the Sam on Instagram and Slasher, mm -hmm. who still hasn't seen Mad God. Have you listened I to still our. Have not. Uh, Ross and I talk about it. I did. I couldn't resist. Normally, I want to do that type of thing, but uh, I had to just, know. I had to hear it. Sweet, so sweet, what have you been doing horses. that's been keeping you away from Mad God? What's going on? Well, I guess when I'm watching TV, when I have a chance to watch something on my own, I've been watching the new season of For All Mankind, the uh, like NASA sci-fi show. It's like an alternate history if Russia beat america to the moon and that's like season one and i'm in season three now and 
shit's going crazy, but it's such a fucking good show. It's an Apple Plus show. I People talk about Severance and Ted Lasso, which are both great shows, but this show doesn't get the shine it deserves. I fucking love it. Uh, what's his name? The guy who did the Battlestar Galactica reboot mm-hmm. is is the guy who made this show. Oh, Ronald D. Moore. Ron, that's it. Thank you, Ronald D. Moore. <laughs> I wanted to see Russell T. Davies, but I knew that wasn't right. That's Doctor Who, yeah. But it, one of the things that had me thinking, because in season three, each season kind of jumps forward a decade, and season three we're getting into space tourism. Um, and it, I would fucking kill to go to space. I want to go to space so bad. I really want to ex- experience zero gravity just mm-hmm. like see what that's like um yeah but i know not everybody feels that way would you guys go to space if you could yes yeah i think so but i would want to do it in a time frame you know like when a like a car manufacturer comes out with a new transmission system or a new engine and the first year has the ten thousand recalls on it because it's some new technology they've been fuddling around with mm-hmm. i'd wait like a few thousand trips to space before I would probably do it. That's a long time. If I had the opportunity, I would go now if somebody invited. <laughs> I like if you were you know. able to get on, I don't know, what Jeff Bezos' sure. rocket ship, yeah. you'd jump on I also that. really want to see the Earth from space. Like, you hear what a life-changing experience that is. <laughs> yeah. That's I want to know that. <laughs> I want to know that feeling. <laughs> I want to feel what it means to be God. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. No, I've definitely thought about that too. I've always wanted to, if I had the thought about having the opportunity to go into space, wanted to do that. Yeah. Go go into space, go on the moon, visit like all of that has always been fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. It like scares people. Which I guess well, I get. I mean it's I would be that's a terrifying thing. Yeah, there's a, there's <laughs> like, definitely a level of fear involved. But I think it's your excitement for doing something that you're not that you're not supposed to but i mean like a, a human being out in space like we're not built for that so we create these right. things to like encapsulate us and like i think just the idea of just being present in that situation is like nerve-wracking as all hell but also like sure. so exciting and so amazing that you could do that right it's like being in a submarine except you you get to experience lots of new things and not just be cramped and be like fuck i hope everything's okay <laughs> Right, but like, yeah, even if you're in a submarine, you're not supposed to be there either. Yeah, but in a submarine, you're still like tied to the Earth, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's this just this whole other feeling of being off of the big, massive, solid thing that you've always been tied oh, to. Totally, that's what I'm saying. You don't get any of the cool stuff. It just sucks. I don't like a submarine. <laughs> I don't want to go in. Is what I'm saying. Say, okay. Yeah, that I mean, does not I, appeal. You're to not me. a you're you're not a twenty thousand leagues under the sea kind of guy. You're more of like a. 20,000 leagues over the sea. (laughs) 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 Nice. Go ahead and follow me at Shuttle the Brian with a. Why? Because why not on Instagram and Slasher as well. Yeah, I think I'm doing well. I think submarines (laughs) are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That was ruthless. That was great. Uh, but like it's still like yeah space is such like yeah it's terrifying but everything that most people even people who have been in submarines have ever experienced has only been on the earth yeah like to go outside of that is that i mean yeah Uh, i'm with you changes 
No, I know, I know, I know. We're not trying to convince anyone. It's just, yeah, I haven't, I haven't thought about going into space in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot recently because of for all that guys. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I guess anytime. I haven't. Uh, I can't remember the last like sci-fi real sci-fi series I've dived into. Well, and this is cool because it's like sci-fi, but it starts in the past and is set in like NASA, you know. Um, so it's got this whole different feel to it sure i think i watched foundation or the foundation i forget what it was called that's on apple Mm -hmm. that had like one season i watched a bunch of the expanse i haven't watched the last season that's on amazon that's really i've heard it's really good i haven't watched it yet. it's really really good but i like i said i haven't seen the last season so i don't know how it kind of ended because i know that's supposed to be the last season for it Mm -hmm. because it started on sci-fi and then got canceled on sci-fi i believe and amazon prime picked it up picked to f- it up finish it all mm-hmm. off was the plan nice. i think and they have finished it all off at this point uh-huh. so if you gentlemen don't have anything else i'm gonna go ahead and say follow all of us this show that is shuttle the pod at shuttle the pond on instagram and slasher hit us up both of those places there we would love it go ahead and jump down into the into the ratings section on whatever you're listening apple podcast itunes spotify give us a rating give us a review that would be awesome. You know, just yeah. like the vastness of space, there's stars that are there. <laughs> and the <laughs> and more think, stars, the better. Don't you want to the, be in the vastness oh, of space it. and just see like, yeah, stars what everywhere? What the fuck is he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about stars, man. Talking about just, five readings. stars. We use fingers five here. stars. Five stars. Also, I think that we should, at a certain point, um, remake the explorers from 85 that had river phoenix and uh uh, ethan hawk as the kids that find they make the uh, spaceship and go out into outer space the three of the three homies just like in this ginormous space bubble but it Mm -hmm. should be us we should do that you're saying you want us to build a rocket ship and go into space the movie or actually do it yes uh both if we could i mean probably just the movie realistically i don't want to i don't want to go into a rocket ship that we built Come on, dude. This is your chance. We no, talked that's about a, this. We, this is your you dream. This? No, that's that's a murder machine. That's yeah, a murder yeah. machine. We're going to get good. murdered in that. But I called it the shuttle rocket. <laughs> the shuttle shuttle. The shuttle shuttle. <laughs> all right. We'll invite all the little shuttle heads onto the shuttle shuttle. shuttle we'll shuttle, get the hell yeah. out of here and head into our first break but before that remember you can find all of our info at shuttlethepod.com jump over there in case you forget anything and need to get to us so let's go ahead and take a quick break and we're back thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement so as we mentioned before sam's going to get us started off with a real gnarly segment on slayer guitarist jeff hanneman Yeah, I mean, you had it right. We're going to talk about Jeff Hanneman, a founding member and one of the driving forces behind Slayer. So I guess we'll start where I start with a lot of these things. Do you guys fuck with Slayer? What's your relationship to Slayer? Ross? <laughs> I I enjoy Slayer. Um, it's not on heavy rotation, to be totally mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, sure. But if it is on, I am, I'm down for it. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't know, like I got introduced to Slayer like really early on. Um, Mm. my cousin actually was a huge Slayer fan. Unfortunately, I fucking hated my cousin. 
So (laughs) turned you off for a while. Yeah, yeah, totally. I hear that. And if it's any of the cousins that are listening, it's not you. Don't worry. (laughs) They're like, uh, yeah, it was. I'm the one who likes Slayer. (laughs) The fucking one who likes Slayer. What the fuck? (laughs) But yeah, no, it could have a little sour taste in my mouth. But then, you know, it's like like anything. You can revisit it and it's just, it's so totally. It's so good. Rain and Blood is just like fucking. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Rain in. The album or raining? Yes. yes. Both. I mean, both. honestly, both. Both, both sides totally. of that coin. Rain yep. and Blood and Raining Blood are just like so fucking amazing. Cool. Cool. I don't fuck um, with Slayer that much, to be honest. I, I mean, sure. I've listened to them. It's fine. I've never really sat down and listened to any of their albums. Mm-hmm. My most exposure to <laughs> Raining Blood, the song, is fucking playing mm-hmm. it on. It was either Guitar Hero or yes. the oh, other sure. one, Rock, Rock Band. Band. And that was like one of the last songs you had to play. It was probably Guitar Hero to like beat something and tr- fucking trying to play that on expert. So, I mean, <laughs> Sam, Sam sends us a text before we record this. He's like, Hey guys, I'd like it, you know, check out and listen to raining blood. Just, you know, make sure you listen to that one more time before we record and everything. I was like, okay, okay, fine. I put it on and I'm like, Oh, it's just, I feel like it ingrained in my memory. Like I want to like start like tapping, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> the oh. buttons. And I'm like, I just remember like, it was like, I got to the point of playing it so much. This was when we all lived together. I, I don't know if Sam yes. was quite living there yet, but like it was in that apartment. Absolutely. Like, standing there and just looking at the TV, not having fun playing it, just trying to like <laughs> when you're playing a video game and trying to beat the damn level. So that's the most exposure that I have. So, wait, so what you're saying, re-listening to it triggered you. And you just well, and and not you, in a bad way. It made me want to play Guitar Hero. That's true. <laughs> it triggered me to play more Guitar Hero. <laughs> Sweet. Brian used to like go play in like were they competitions? What were those at bars? Yeah, in they were. I mean, essentially Guitar Hero competitions, rock band. Com- yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that was fun. You would go up and yeah, go on. It was that like Brian put on a show, a venue bar area, and you would go on the stage and dress up. And well, presumably, mm-hmm. and try to play if you're cool. If you're cool, then all the cool yeah. ones got through like that. I don't think I ever won it one what? year. <laughs> one year, I tried to like swing the guitar around my body, and the strap like broke <laughs> like or came off, off, and it flew off. <laughs> Didn't get far that year. <laughs> That's amazing. That is this, awesome. Know, those things are cheap as plastic, you know. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Somehow I never made it to one. Either I wasn't living there. Right. I can't imagine why else I want to have. Yeah, I got into Slayer because I heard them in skate videos. And I, I I had heard of them before I ever heard them. You know what I mean? I had like seen their logo mm-hmm. before and shit like that. But uh, I remember one of the first, when I first picked up guitar, one of the first things I tried to learn was the opening riff from Raining Blood. And then I I kind of got that, and then it goes to the much faster part. Dun, 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 and oh I, yeah, that's the part I always failed. Yeah, I also failed at the time. I mean, I couldn't do it <laughs> yeah, now. You're trying to do it for real. Like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Even the other part I couldn't play at time. Then anyway, cool. That's fun. That's our Slayer. Uh, oh, I guess I so. I really like Slayer. I listened to uh, like three of their albums, I think. But they're not... I respect them in the genre, but they're not 
like super huge for me. Uh, but like Rain and Blood, what South of Heaven and Seasons of the Abyss, I think, unless those both songs on the same album. There was like three albums I listened to, and I I, I mean I guess I do like them a lot. I'm just not one of those diehard Slayer people. <laughs> so Hanneman was born January 31st, 1964 in Oakland, California. He grew up in Long Beach in a family containing several war veterans. His father fought in, Norb- in Normandy during World War II and his brothers fought in Vietnam. And he would grow up kind of like obsessed with this stuff. We'll get to that. Uh, Hanneman was introduced to heavy metal music as a child through his older sister, Mary, when she played Black Sabbath for him. Um, which reminds me of, uh, oh, what's that movie? Almost Famous, where the sister plays music for the kid and it like totally changes his life, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Once Jeff reached high school, he dis- discovered hardcore punk, which had a significant influence on his style and attitude. Slayer was formed in 1981 by Kerry King, Jeff Hanneman, Dave Lombardo, and Tom Araya in Huntington Park, California. The group started out playing covers of songs by bands such as Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, and Venom at parties and clubs. The band's early image relied heavily on satanic themes featuring pentagrams, makeup, spikes, and inverted crosses. In those early years, all the songs were written by Hanneman and Araya. So... Part of what I always liked about Slayer is the like Satan-y, evil looking stuff about it. Like <laughs> they do kind of have this, I don't know, sort of demonic sense about them. Like they're like you shouldn't be listening to them or people will be like, oh, look at these Satanists about Dude, it. The Slayer pentagram <laughs> with the fucking swords is one of the most metal fucking logos yeah. in existence. Like, it's pretty when, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So that part of part of that stuff I like about them because they also do some Nazi imagery, which we'll get into in a little bit. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff Hanneman wrote music and lyrics on every Slayer album until his death in 2013. Here's a quote from Tom Araya, the singer and bassist of Slayer. He said, by all accounts, he was the band. Speaking of Hanneman. Hanneman uh, wrote such... Slayer songs as Angel of Death, South of Hemet, Chemical Warfare, War Ensemble, Seasons Seasons in the Abyss, and Raining Blood, among many other ones. The Slayer album Rain in Blood is one of the best metal albums of all time. I mean, I guess, arguably, but most top metal album lists are going to have it on there. uh, Unless I was looking it up to see how many they were on in some lists didn't have it on there, but they also had shit I would never ever put on a list. So I guess it's just a matter of taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but the album holds up to this day. It was the first Slayer album. It was their third record, but the first one on a major label. And that label was Def Jam after signing with Rick Rubin. Right. At the time, Def Jam just was a rap label, you know? Uh, but Rubin was a huge Slayer fan and though many other major labels wanted to sign Slayer, Ruben went after them like with a passion only a fan could. And ultimately, that's why they chose to sign with Def Jam, even though they were not rap fans. <laughs> I thought that was fun. The song, Raining Blood, in particular, has had a lasting impact. Uh, we kind of all already mentioned it already. It's just mm-hmm. sort of legendary. At one point, I tend to think of certain songs as if I were to walk up at a like in 
if I were a baseball player and had a walk-up song, Rain and Blood would totally be that because just that ominous beginning with the dun 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 and the way the guitar gets kicks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've heard people say it's has one of the first breakdowns in any metal song, sort of halfway through with the dun 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 and I think it's easy to argue to make the argument that that breakdown has influenced like almost every genre of metal since then. That is just like the the breakdown that started it all. Going back to Jeff, he loved TV, sports, video games, metal, and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we're gonna have to talk about how he also had a fascination with Nazi Germany. He displayed Nazi iconography on his guitars. He, his father, as we mentioned, fought in Normandy. He, he's, he himself is German, his family's German, but his father fought for America and uh, in World War II and brought home medals from dead Nazi soldiers that he gave to Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, from, and so from a young age, Jeff was really into like Nazi German paraphernalia and stuff. He collected German soldier action figures and named his pets after Nazi officials and elements of World War II Germany. Even his wedding ring was a collectible replica of a skull emblazoned band worn by high-ranking Nazi official Reinhard Heydrich. The band has always denied any actual Nazism internally and say they're like sort of being a documentary documentarian for real life horror. It's possible they're just idiot metalheads that don't really realize what they're doing with some of this stuff. Could not be though. Um, but I, I do think it's important to mention that uh, you can draw your own conclusions or learn more about what they say about it and how they've used it on your own if you want. For me, I just try and like keep it in mind. Part of why I don't listen to them a ton because um, mm-hmm. I can't figure out What's going if it's on like with a, it? Uh, if it's like a Lemmy situation where he just collects a bunch of that stuff because it's well, just- they, that's what it would be. But I still don't know how I feel about that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. But at the same time, people would say that about being really into like horror or monsters or like. True so cr- I mean, I guess the only other maybe true crime. You know what I mean? Right. Like people that have like John Wayne Gacy posters or something like that. You know, I mean, obviously. Yeah. That's the the level of atrocity on that is uh, uh, very outweighed from a serial killer to say like you know the sure. Third Reich, uh, right? But you know, yeah, I don't know. I it's not. Yeah, I just don't know how to where to fall. So anyway, important to note. In January 2011, an incident occurred that would later people would later think was the cause of his death, but it wasn't. Jeff was bitten on his right arm by an insect that was carrying a flesh-eating disease, um, the f- necrotizing fasciitis, which is the flesh-eating disease. Shit. Uh, and he was, but he was an alcohol, an alcoholic. His whole life drank heavily, like constantly, and his cause of death was uh, alcohol-related cirrhosis. Mm. I think he was forty-nine. Um, but to close, I thought it might be fun to talk about necrotizing fasciitis. Uh, flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah. So, <laughs> you guys know anything about flesh-eating bacteria? Not, not personally. I mean, n- not in like the real, probably scientific sense. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, um, what was the uh, the ca- uh, cabin fever? That's right. That, yeah. That's <laughs> Is that what it was in that. Yeah. <laughs> 
just uh yeah that's not what i remember about the movie so it can be deadly deadly if not treated quickly it spreads aggressively in any effective person in the u.s there's about 600 to 700 cases a year and about 25 to 30 percent of those result in death um it, you can contract it through any kind of open wound or burn or uh insect bites or and it also says abrasions which i thought of as being like a bruise so i don't know how that would work but once you get it it starts destroying your muscle skin and fat tissue and it can affect those can be more likely to affect those with certain health conditions like alcohol abuse so it's possible that you know his life of alcoholism let him to be more vulnerable bacteria yeah his arm like got all swollen and they almost had to amputate it Ew. people's skin yeah i mean your skin just starts dying and like kind of coming off and they have to well here's some symptoms (laughs) fever nausea inflammation they can where do we get to the gnarly ones swelling possibly with a purple rash large violet colored marks that turn into blisters filled with dark foul smelling fluid tasty yeah Mm. discoloration peeling and flakiness as tissue death uh which is gangrene apparently happens can cause toxic shock a whole bunch of other terrible things one of the ways to treat it uh one of the ways is amputation another way is to like peel back all the tissue, basically like scrape it away and cut everything away. And then you'll have to get skin grafts later because yeah. um, they have to try and remove all the infected mm-hmm. tissue. Sure. Didn't they also use maggots at a certain point because they would eat necrotic tissue, but keep- Oh no, they didn't put that on WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too archaic. <laughs> they've, evolved, they've evolved past the, uh, you know, the good old- Maggot pack, but I, they, I mean, that was definitely done to keep wounds clean. I don't think they would have done that for this in particular because it wasn't until 1974 that it was even like I don't know, discovered or named, however you want to call it, where they truly figured out what it was. They thought they had different names for it depending on where it affected your body before they realized it was the same disease just in different places. Yeah, all those different ways to treat it if you're worried about getting it make sure to clean your cuts with uh soap and water and then keep it clean with a bit dry bandage pretty easy oh also don't go swimming or use a hot tub if you have an open wound or skin infection so now you know how to keep keep yourself from getting that nasty little thing <laughs> the more you know here at Channel the didn't think didn't think that's how we'd end it but that is how we'd end it Jeff Hanneman, Jeff Hanneman, a legendary band slayer, the side of flesh eating bacteria, and a little, uh, you know, coming to terms with life, things, <laughs> things in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, certainly, certainly. Well, that was a that was a great gnarly, uh, that was a great real gnarly segment that kind of yeah twisted around a little bit. And like you said, I didn't know that we would get to where we got to in the end. So yeah. I am glad to have learned. I, I wish we, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we got the WebMD version, but now we need, <laughs> <laughs> we need a little bit more. Yeah. My most experience was like, I think Ross mentioned it, cabin fever and, you know, some mm-hmm. leg shaven and, ugh. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. 
That's what it was. Just think of that. Honestly, just think of that. Yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, it sounds like that's what you had to do to kind of clean that, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shave just it shave, away. shave it right off. Oh, I don't know if we'll cover cabin fever on here. That one's like I've seen that. I don't know if I need like. <laughs> oh, the memories alone it. have have oh. left me with plenty. Oh, Brian, we're going to cover it. No, I'm using my veto. Oh, come on. Do we get vetoes? Maybe we should get vetoes. That's for that's for the Patreon to figure out. Yeah. When that Let's get Cheetos. Happens. Let's get Cheetos? Yeah. Okay, Ooh. cool. We're going to go get some Cheetos and vetoes and all of the other things in between on this quick little break and then we're going to come back to the creepy file of Jeff the Killer. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. And here we are to get into our main dish segment of the night. I don't know why it's a dish. Nobody's eating anyone. Nobody's eating anyone in this one. Spoiler alert. Nobody's getting eaten. Oh, there's no cannibalism. <laughs> Ross is Fine. out. Oh, Ross left the chat. All right. Yeah, it's just me. <laughs> so tonight's story is one of Jeff the Killer. We're gonna go on a little we're gonna go on a journey as I've been I Ooh. feel like taking us on these these creepy pastas. This is one of the big ones. I don't know if you've ever heard this name before. But there's imagery that goes along with it that we'll post that kind of makes this popular. And I'm going to show that to you boys in a moment. But to start okay. us all off, uh, most of my sources come from creepy the Creepypasta itself, which came from creepy, the, the Creepypasta wiki and creepy, creepypasta.com uh, as well. So dot com. All the all the creepy pasta stuff is where I'm just grabbing, you know, the story from and everything. Sure. Yeah. The main source. Excerpt from a local newspaper. Ominous unknown killer is still at large. After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night. I saw that for some reason the window was open even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling, like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There, in the little ray of light illuminating from between the curtains, were a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes, they were dark, ominous eyes. They were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth. A long, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The figure stood there watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase, but said in a way only a madman could speak. He said, Go to sleep. It's time to close your eyes and open your mind as we dive into the story of Jeff the Killer. So I, this first one I've actually already looked into the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so so you know that well you know part of the story and what I'll, I'll, I was going to kind of start this off with is that well the story, this part of the story continues with the mysterious figure trying to attack the kid and the kid's father barges into the room and ultimately scares the intruder away. 
And then the portion ends with the police are still on the lookout for this man. Uh, if you like, if you have any seen anyone that fits a description, contact your local police department. Now from here on is when the story kind of changes perspective mm-hmm. in this first part, it's almost like a newspaper article and that just goes away. And now it's essentially just telling the story of Jeff mm. and before getting into that, the one of the things to know about this creepypasta, it's one of the best things it's known for is being one of the worst written creepypastas. Huh. Huh. Like it's <laughs> oh, the, the wow. story, okay. it's 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 real bad. <laughs> like you can huh. I maybe I don't know if you picked up on, on the little things that yes. weren't quite grammatically correct in what I first read to you. But it goes like that throughout. It repeats like just you'll see. I, I kind of picked out <laughs> little bits of it that are a little bit ridiculous and that's like the the main kind of story that has evolved now jeff the killer was a so this story first came out in around 2011 i think november ish is when people are first starting to see this version of the story it originally was a you there was a youtube video that came out in 2008 by someone named sesuer and they are the supposed like creator of Jeff the killer. But like this first video that came out is really, there's not much going on with it. I'm going to go ahead and play that for you guys right now. And you guys listening, we'll, we'll post a link to it to watch the video. It's I'll, I'll try to explain it after we watch it again. All right, gentlemen, there it is. You watched that two minute and 27 second video of wow. kind of random nonsense of the yeah the, the spawning of what this was. Yeah. I mean, the photo is, yeah. I mean, like it's, that's very creepy. Like the photo is very creepy, mm-hmm. but then, then the dialogue is so bonkers that it makes it almost, almost super funny. But I'll still very often. you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's <laughs> ridiculous. But what ultimately I think you. came out of that and what people latched on to was there's a little bit of a story to it, but it was the photo itself was creepy as hell. He he cl- he was cleaning his bathroom with a vat of acid and what, slipped you, on a bar of soap. Uh-huh. You don't like you your, would. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what better way to clean your bathroom than with acid? It's going to get the job done. You just got to be careful when you're walking. I mean, I've cl- I mean, I've cleaned my bathroom I doubt it. on acid, but I've never cleaned my bathroom with acid. Then you've never cleaned your bathroom, really. That's true. Exactly. And we all know you've never cleaned your bathroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> So this is like, yeah, so if you if you all check that out there, you'll see this kind of just really weird video. It's just a bunch of different still images, mainly the main image you'll see of Jeff and the one that's kind of circulated and so much is spawned off of it. So in 2011, this creepypasta came out. And I mean, ultimately, I'll tell you the story and then we can talk about a little bit of its kind of history, too, of, you know, it just became such a thing and people almost like fangirl over this character of Jeff, mm-hmm. even though there's, like mm-hmm. I said, it's really badly written, <laughs> but we'll go on. Now the story goes that Jeff and his family had just moved into a fancy new neighborhood and Jeff at this point is supposed to be 13, we hear at one point, and his brother Lou is, we're never quite sure. I think in this 
he's younger. Sometimes I hear that he's older, like in our, our video, I believe it says that he's older. So we're the age of this character varies. fluctuates, but they're brothers, very similar uh, ages, more or less. They're like, I guess not thrilled about the move because they're moving, but ultimately it says they're fine with it because who wouldn't want a new, better house? So while the family's unpacking, a neighbor pops over to introduce herself and her son and invites uh, the family and the kids to the birthday party for the kid uh, this coming Saturday. And I guess this kid was probably, I, I don't remember if they said his age, but he was, it's, he, presumably he was younger than like Jeff and Lou. So they were, I don't know kind of not wanting to hang out with a kid oh gotcha yeah they were like i don't want to hang out with this little kid i'm a well, big boy yeah yeah because <laughs> i'll get to um basically jeff and lou wanted to object but before they could the mother said oh we would love to and jeff then goes up to his mom all pissed off saying mom why would you invite us to some kid's party if you haven't noticed i'm not some dumb kid that was a, a direct quote but basically what he's trying to say is like yeah he's like i'm not a stupid kid why am i going to a kid's party yeah Okay, I have a couple questions. Is the video that we watch related at all to this story we're being told other than just the character? Just by name and just the character, more the okay. characters in it, more or okay. less. And then the story we heard at the beginning from the newspaper. That's part was, of this story. Yeah. What That was the, the kid that the killer was in the room. That was Jeff. That yes, that's yes. Jeff. The story. Okay. So the twenty. So. But he's not all video, burned faced. He's regular. No, he was burned faced. It just didn't describe it. Okay. As, as yes. much. So he's got that face from yes. the vat of acid during this story. Well, he doesn't have that face quite yet. So this is so. The the <laughs> article in the beginning. Again, this is terribly written. So the the thing in the beginning is supposed to be like an excerpt from a local newspaper, and it's almost like the end part of the story yes. told at the very beginning. And then once that article's over, we're going to the origin and the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Brian, quick question. When did this win a Pulitzer? I mean, shortly after it was written. So it had to have what been 2011. Say, 2011? Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 2011, 20. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, YouTube video comes out in 2008, starts the spark in the imagination. In 2011, this story is written by Game Fuel TV was their username. And oh, that's nice. what got circled around. I, I wonder why we haven't heard of them since then. <laughs> <laughs> because they went into obscurity real quick. So that was in 2011 that this one came out. So the mom essentially, so he's like, we don't want to go hang out with some dumb kid. That was stupid. Why do you make us do that? The mom says, we need to make new friends. We just moved here. It'll be nice to meet all the neighbors. We're going. Jeff wants to object to this, but he decides not to because he knows he's just not going to win an argument with his parents. He never does. So he goes up mm -hmm. to his room instead. This is when he plopped down on his bed. He sat there looking at his ceiling when suddenly he got a weird feeling. Oh. Not so much a pain, but a weird feeling. He dismissed it as some random feeling. He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff and he walked down to get it. So that's more of the, the brilliant world building. Really kind of wow. captures the, uh, <laughs> what's going on there. Really I felt like I was there. I felt like I felt weird. Mm -hmm. Did you feel weird? You felt the I weird fe feeling? I felt weird. I felt weird <laughs> hearing that. Yeah. So, I mean, he's doing a really good job. Right? Right. It, you felt weird. So the next day he goes on again to describe that he's getting this feeling 
it's kind of like in his gut this weird he doesn't really describe it as much more of like this weird and almost pain feeling inside of him and after this is when we'll say the story really starts to kick off (laughs) so to speak (laughs) so after the after breakfast jeff and lou need to go to school so they go to the bus stop they're hanging out and waiting when all of a sudden some kid on a skateboard jumped over them only inches above their laps they both jumped back in surprise hey what the hell the kid landed and turned back to them he kicked his skateboard up and caught it with his hands the kid seems to be about 12 one year younger than jeff he wears he wears an aeropostale t-shirt and ripped blue jeans (laughs) well 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 it looks like we got some new meat suddenly two other kids appeared one was super skinny and the other was huge Well, since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. Over there is Keith. Jeth and Lou looked over to the skinny kid. He had a dopey face that you would expect a sidekick to have. And he's Troy. They looked over at the fat kid. (laughs) Talk about a tub of lard. This kid looked like he hadn't exercised since he was crawling. Like, they go hard into, like, the description of just, like, calling. This was written by a kid, I think. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And I, said the first kid am randy and now (laughs) didn't quite get that weird i still can't get past the they jumped over him was it on the skateboard or he just jumped over him and he said jumped over their laps were they like on a bench or sitting on the curb and how does the jumping over their laps part work like i'm I'm picturing (laughs) that they're sitting on a bench and Uh this kid comes up and ollies Mm -hmm. over their kneecaps Mm-hmm. It, and then like lands it perfectly the and then spins around and catches his board. <laughs> well, 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 what do we have here? <laughs> yep, pretty much. Pretty much. Fresh meat. And he sounds yeah, and he sounds like fucking chopped up. <laughs> <laughs> so now I, I'd say it basically turns into a Stephen King fight. Uh they exchange some words and knives get pulled out, so it gets like real serious Whoa. real quick. <laughs> So these are some rough 12 year olds. Yeah. Just, just you wait, Keith. Okay. So we got Keith. He pulls out a knife and then Jeff gets the feeling in his gut again. He didn't, you know, the weird feeling can't quite describe it. It's just weird. And he decides to stand up and confront the kids now. So like, he's been like, I guess holding back and now he's like going to get up and get in their face now. And then, so Keith has a knife out. And I guess Jeff gets up in Randy's face. Randy pulls out a knife. And then this is when Jeff pops Randy in the nose. And as Randy's going to reach for his face to, like, you know, grasp at it, Jeff grabs his wrist, breaks it, and then grabs the knife. (laughs) Whoa. Jeff is, like, so strong. Wow. Wow, isn't he cool? He must have (laughs) uh, hands the size of a half a bushel of Montana (laughs) wheat. (laughs) so then troy and keith try to rush jeff but jeff dodges and stabs keith in the arm because yeah he grabs he grabbed uh randy's knife and that sends keith down and then next jeff punches troy in the stomach and he goes down and lou looked on in amazement at this point they see the bus coming they run away and try to forget it about it i guess jeff says that he's like 
in like the beginning they, they just go to school and like try to resume the normal day and jeff okay. is like kind of recalling the fight and that weird sensation but something else he was feeling something he could only describe as like happiness or joy eventually the school day ends and the boys go home and once home their mom asks you know hey how, how was school how was your day to which jeff replies it was a wonderful day so he went through an entire normal school day after stabbing a 12 year old in the arm and breaking and another one's wrist and breaking another one's wrist and I nothing knows. nothing happened nothing happened well he felt a little happy yeah, yeah <laughs> he got a half chuddle but besides that he just i love okay all right cool definitely written by a kid because like no no cops called none of that well now this is where it all catches up to them because the cops come to jeff's house ah, <laughs> shit. they just took a little bit of time they took a little time yeah yeah they're running slow basically the cops say to to jeff and like his mom is there that jeff and lou started the fight and they they, they got reports that there were witnesses that say that they started the fight and that they beat the shit out of these kids for no reason and no. basically he's trying to be like it wasn't us you know the kids these, these guys started us it was only self-defense but the cops don't believe it and just as they're about to take jeff they keep saying oh you're you're going down to juvie we're taking you in you're going to juvie so yeah like definitely a kid wrote this because yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're in big trouble mister yeah exactly lou comes down the stairs and says and confesses to him. he's like it wasn't it wasn't jeff it was all me and for some reason they're like oh okay we'll believe him i think he has like cuts and scrapes on him and for jeff doesn't for whatever yeah because jeff's a badass at this yeah, point they couldn't touch jeff he yeah, just so looked the, the shit out of him yeah. so the cops just take lou away they're like okay we're taking you in you're going to juvie straight to juvie for you and lou lee exits the scene and jeff becomes extremely distraught over this and he cries a whole bunch i think uh, their dad comes home and is like what the fuck is going on because like his brother kid's been <laughs> dragged away and jeff's freaking out but everyone i guess in his family just you know tries to keep going on oh yeah uh, you know losing juvie now it's fine we'll take care of it you know it'll be fine we just moved here we got to get along with the neighbors because two days go by when jeff is woken in his room by his mom like flinging open the curtains to let the sun and being like hey jeff today's the day just like what the hell are you talking about just like it's the the neighbor kid his name's like billy or something it's his birthday we're gonna go over and have fun and hang out at the birthday we, i know i know losing you know in juvie but it'll be fine we need to go distract ourselves these are the like kids that was later. the year difference or were those the bullies the year difference the bullies were like a year difference this kid is the younger kid from the beginning just presumably like, like much younger like a hmm. little kid party it seems like it. yeah 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 so once this is decided like oh yeah we're definitely going the parents are like you have to get you know dressed up there's like this whole part about getting dressed up and wearing fancy clothes to a kid's party so i guess for get your tuxedo on you dads what that that's short sleeved button ups with like a fun little pattern on it yes yeah right that's like the the uniform i think for it so mm -hmm. i think his dad's wearing that and he's trying to find whatever he can and he just finds i think he says black slacks like black dress pants and a white hoodie <laughs> becomes oh. his yeah he's like that's my fancy gear that's all i have i don't have anything else so they go to the party jeff reluctantly starts playing with the kids i think he ultimately is like starts having you know a fun time starts really i guess forgetting about things running around shooting yeah. fake little guns with the kids and whatnot when Good unexpectedly randy keith and troy show up like what? all of a sudden he says like they're too old for this party are they yeah, crashing a child's birthday party Oh, yeah, because 
They're ready to they've get their casing, revenge. Yeah, they've been casing Jeff. They're mm-hmm. like, all right, this little kid's per- birthday party is the perfect opportunity to get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they, I mean, because they do want their revenge. I believe he hears them like rolling up on their skateboards. I don't think he said that they like ollie over the fence, but it's something ridiculous. <laughs> like where they like roll in and they like jump over the fence, and then they're like, "We're here and we're ready to fuck shit up." He could he could smell them from a mile away. <laughs> they were on their skateboards and they jumped over me again. And, that, you, and you know how that sets Jeff off. That was like the wrong thing to do. Nobody ollies over my kneecaps. <laughs> Nobody. I have a thing about it. Come on. We don't know they ollie because they. He says jumps so. For all we know, he gets off their board and holds it and jumps over them. Just like actually just jumps. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I like that imagery even better. That they can't really skateboard. (laughs) He gets up to him and he like stops. He's like, picks up his board, mall grabs, jumps over. Mm -hmm. Well, 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 what do we have here? (laughs) (laughs) Like you fucking nerd. And then he pulls out a knife. So all right. But at this point, Jeff's basically like, come on, we're even. You jumped over my kneecaps, I beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. <laughs> but, but Randy Randy ain't having it. Uh, Randy, Randy's got an angry look in his eyes. <laughs> and he replies, oh no, I don't go for even. I go for winning. You may have kicked our asses that one day, but not today. As he said that, Randy rushed at Jeff. They both fell to the ground. Randy punched Jeff in the nose, and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and headbutted him. Jeff pushed Randy off him, and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming, and parents were running out of the house. Troy and Keith both pulled guns out of their pockets. (laughs) What? (laughs) No one interrupts, or guts will fly, they said. Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed it into his shoulder. Yes. Um, so these are packing, so, okay, so these 12-year-olds are packing heat? Yeah, but only to let the fight continue. Not yeah, to, they're like, using it to hold off the crowd so that yeah, Randy yeah. can get oh his stab in him. Now, if they just... I'm sure Jeff is alone sometimes. I don't know why this is the moment. They, I don't know. Yeah. They wanted to make a spectacle of it. They wanted to humiliate him, I guess. And now everybody knows the skate gang did it, you hear? <laughs> well, oh my god. You tell them the skate jump boys were here. At this point, like, I don't understand. Like, it seems like Jeff isn't really trying to fight them. He's just trying to, like, get away from them. Because it, it, it sure. explains that he's, like, walking towards the kitchen. And I guess the Troy and this, Keith okay. are this holding everyone else up. I was picturing this was like a backyard. This is in the backyard, and he's trying to move okay. to like to get inside the house yeah. and go into okay. like the kitchen. Is what this, he says. I know this is creepypasta, and I know this is horror, but this is playing out like a mid '90s like TNT or USA made for TV movie. That's like an action. Like if this is like a commando kind of like. I know we're trying to avoid conflict, but I bring the conflict to you. And they pull out guns, and they go. <laughs> Now we have to one-on-one fight. Yeah, it's it's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, pretty much. Because they get into the kitchen, and at this point, Randy sees a bottle of vodka and smashes that over Jeff's head. And then Randy just is keep... During this whole time, he's just trying to goat Jeff more and more. And finally says, come on, Jeff. Look at me. So just what's that? Nothing. I can't believe. I just shocked. Jeff's still trying to avoid the confrontation, even after yeah, it, it, it's vodka weird. Bottle. Like yeah, 
how he's not fought back yet. But yeah, basically, so Randy goes, come on, Jeff, look at me. And Jeff glances up, his face riddled with blood. I was the one who got your brother sent to JDC, Juvenile Detention Center, I believe. And now you're... What? His face Juvenile. riddled with blood. Like... Yeah, right. I, I, His face how was do you riddled riddle with, with blood. Just question marks of blood all over his face. <laughs> and now you're just going to sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year? You should be ashamed. Jeff starts to get up. Jeff gets the strange feeling again. Something inside snaps and Jeff wants to kill. So he, I guess... It says that he pile drives Randy to the ground and punches him in the heart repeatedly until Randy dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, he punches him in the heart. Yeah, he he does like one dies. like huge like heart punch stunner, and then at that point Randy's like all discombobulated and just keeps punching him until yeah he 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 dies. He does the ki- oh my god! It's it's the Kill Bill pressure points. Mm-hmm. The five <laughs> he steps. It out. Of, this is he where figured it out. Uh, oh fuck! A little bit of practice. So everyone, I guess, is kind of just like in shock and has gathered around and just is watching Jeff had just killed Randy. That's so when he sees why that. Why didn't his friends with guns be like, well, "Hey, this isn't how it's supposed to go"? Well, I mean, maybe I. I <laughs> Like I said, nobody interrupt. I know. I know. This yeah, exactly. Because yeah, nobody was allowed to interrupt. Yeah. Right. This this goes to the end. But I guess at this point, they decide to do something. So they come in. They see that they, they have their guns pointed at them. Everyone else is like, like shock and odd. And this is when Troy and Keith are like, hey, stick them up, Jeff. You're caught. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff decides to bolt up the stairs of the house. And Keith and Troy open fire and just start shooting off as he's running. <laughs> What? <laughs> they don't hit him. Jeff is able to get away fine, and he ducks into the bathroom. And while he's in there, I guess he rips a towel rack off the wall and is just like s- sitting in there waiting for the the boys to come in. They burst in, and now apparently they're just it, with knives. They don't have the guns anymore. They just have knives now. We can't shoot these closed quarters. Let's grab our knives. <laughs> right. So Jeff's in there waiting and they bust in they get into a scuffle this is when troy gets his face bashed in by the towel rack and that takes troy out of the fight and then keith knocks jeff into a wall then a thing of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf it burnt both of them and they both started to scream jeff (laughs) wiped his eyes as best as he could he pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into keith's head as he lay there bleeding to death he let out an ominous smile. And this is when Keith pulls out a lighter and is like, haha, you're covered in vodka and bleach, even though bleach isn't flammable. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're covered in this and, and throws the lighter on him and that lights Jeff on fire. <gasps> My favorite part so far was a thing of bleach fell down. A thing of bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like a, a, picture a, bathroom, a brown upstairs. paper bag full of bleach. Yeah, bathroom where you just have shelves with bleach on the thing full of bleach. Thing full of bleach. Yeah, so what do you call one of those things? (laughs) No, exactly. This was well. well, If this was written in 2011, I mean, you could have looked up what a thing of bleach was called. Or yeah, yeah, a jug. Calling anything (laughs) a a thing. Exactly. Referring it to as a a thing. Bottle. A liter. (laughs) 
a liter of bleach, a gallon of bleach, a bottle of bleach, a jug of bleach, a thing of bleach. A thing of bleach. <laughs> I'm just picturing a bleach That's monster a bleach that just drops down and just starts oozing on them. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff's on fire at this point. Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught on fire. He tried to roll out the fire, but it was no use. The alcohol made him a walking inferno. Oh. He ran down the hall and fell down the stairs. Everybody started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire, dropped to the ground, nearly dead. The last thing Jeff saw was his mother and the other parents trying to extinguish the flames. That's when he passed out. I mean, technically he was a boy on fire, right? <laughs> well, I think at this point is when he became a man. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like boy, a boy on fire, fire, boy sets fire. Yeah, yeah, transition, you know, really growing up here. So the next thing that he remembers is that he he's wakes up in the hospital at this point, and he's all bandaged up. In the next few days and weeks, the truth starts to come out finally about the bus stop fight, and Lou is released from juvie. So they're like, oh, oh. yeah, those kids that you brutally murdered, uh, they did cause the first fight, so your brother's okay. Totally. I think they lose all credibility when they pull out firearms at a child's <laughs> birthday party everybody stay back stay the fuck back we're gonna let this happen we're gonna handle it however it goes down now give me a lunchable <laughs> <laughs> so lou has been released from juvie and the day has come for jeff to remove his bandages let's hope for the best said the doctor he quickly pulls the cloth letting the rest fall from jeff's face Jeff's mother screams at the sight of his face. Ooh, mom. Ooh, and Jeff's dad stare awestruck at his face. What? What happened to my face? Jeff said. He rushed out of the bed and ran to the bathroom. He looked in the mirror and saw the cause of the distress. His face, it, it's horrible. His lips were burnt to a deep shade of red. His face was turned into a pale white color and his hair singed from brown to black. He slowly put his hand to his face he had a sort of leathery feel to it now. He looked back at his family, then back at the mirror. Jeff, said Lou. It's not that bad. Not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. His family were equally surprised. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. His parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. Uh, Jeff, are you okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've never felt more happy. <laughs> Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. He couldn't stop laughing. So he basically, Jack Nicholson's from the Joker, like, takes a look and kind of goes like, well, all right, I'll work with this. Uh, yeah, this Jeff? has um, been <laughs> constantly uh, compared to, like, a poor man's Joker. Yes, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. I thought that with the first bit with the, like, jar of acid. <laughs> Right, and the, the imagery story. and all of it. And it came, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very much looks like the Joker and is definitely written by, like, a kid who is trying to make his version of, like, a cool Joker-type character. Mm -hmm. But for whatever mm -hmm. reason, just like the Joker, it caught on with people. Sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, people like to get creepy, twisted. Man. People be twisted, yo. One creepy photo did all this. <laughs> so, from at this point... From here, they take Jeff home, and later that night, Jeff's mother is woken by some noise coming from the bathroom. She slowly walked over to see what it was. 
When she looked into the bathroom, she saw a horrendous sight. Jeff had taken a knife and carved a smile into his cheeks. Jeff, what are you doing? asked his mother. Jeff looked over to his mother. I couldn't keep smiling, mommy. It hurt after a while. Now I can smile forever. Jeff's mother noticed his eyes, ringed in black. Jeff, your eyes. His eyes were seemingly never closing. I couldn't see my face. I got tired and my eyes started to close. I burned out the eyelids so I could forever see myself. My new face. Jeff's mother slowly started to back away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seeing that her son was going insane. What's wrong, mommy? Aren't I beautiful? Yes, son, she said. Yes, you are. Let me go get daddy so he can see your face. She ran into the room and shook Jeff's dad from his sleep. Honey, get the gun. We... She stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway, holding a knife. Mommy, you lied. That's the last thing they hear as Jeff rushes them with the knife, gutting both of them. <gasps> his brother Lou woke up, startled by some noise. He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. Here, the guts flopping, chuddling onto the ground. That's actually... Where our name comes from, it's the sound of guts falling out onto the ground. That's the channel. It's an onomatopoeia. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. He looked up before Jeff's hand covered his mouth. He slowly raised the knife, ready to plunge it into Lou. Lou thrashed here and there, trying to escape Jeff's grip. Shh, Jeff said. Just go to sleep. That's the story of Jeff the Killer. Well, that's the first story of Jeff the Killer. Oh, <laughs> all right. Shit. Well, I guess the second one. Franchise. The first real story. Yeah, it um it has a whole thing to it, but that's like the 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 one that is notoriously bad. It had it was so bad that it constantly kept being taken down from the creepypasta website because it didn't follow their rules for submitting creepypasta <laughs> like they had certain That's standards so that you had to be like have some you know level of grammar and making sense and all this stuff but you know what Je jeff didn't give a shit yeah there was this give and take with the website i guess because like some people put it back up it kept getting taken down and eventually they took a, a vote on the thing <laughs> to be that. like this is how we're going to figure out if this stays on here or if it comes down forever and people voted it off so it has since been removed as like because it doesn't wow. follow the standards. And you can find it elsewhere, but yeah. Pretty divisive in the community, huh? <laughs> but people love it. It's like a lot, like they love the fact of what it created for how, or like the, the lore Is inspired. Is this like the so bad it's good of creepypastas? I mean, essentially it might be. And like, yeah. <laughs> Is, that's Je like Is Jeff the troll too of creepypasta? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, think about that. And then we'll try to compare it to what I tell you that comes out of it. Okay. Because... Around this, when it gets um, voted to be taken down, is in around, I think, 2014, 2015. And because of this, something new emerges. The remake. They held a contest in 2015 for people to rewrite the story, and the winner would become like the new official Jeff the Killer creepypasta that could be put onto the website, following mm -hmm. the official guidelines and being something that was written well. Someone by the name of Kay Banning Kellum, uh, his story won first place. And I read that story and I'll, I'll kind of summarize that version of it. And it's written a lot better. Um, <laughs> and it's, there's an original version, which is like 
apparently twice as long as the one that actually got submitted and is the, the new official, I guess, version of it. So to summarize his version of the story, you could almost think of this as like, it tries to like, if Jeff the Killer's original version is like Batman with Adam West, okay. this new version is the Dark Knight. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Okay. This goes into a much more like, it, it draws out the story. The The fights are a little bit more believe. Like the first fight happens, like it's all they move to a new town. We should have had the nightclub boys on to talk about it because in this story, they're from Louisiana. They move oh. into another, like they move from New Orleans to a, like a smaller town. Uh, but it's still like a fancier area and um it's while they're they they like are out exploring the town on their bikes they go to a video store and then it's still randy keith and troy come and like just like start fucking around on their bikes they come out and they start fighting with each other and this one jeff is like a uh has like boxing (laughs) training (laughs) so he's able to like they get in like a fight it doesn't like escalate with like knives and there's no kick flips over their knees or anything like that (laughs) And I don't Ooh, think he like stabs anyone lost. or breaks any legs. Guns don't come into it and are like our final fight or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it builds kind of Jeff's it, it's not just a weird feeling. He explains <laughs> <laughs> the feelings building up and growing inside him a little bit better. And mm-hmm. that one's a really neat story that I think like is a much more interesting road to to actually read and go down. And the origin story there it's like he doesn't have he doesn't have a thing of bleach fall on him or anything it ends up being like they get into a fight the parents are still like the moms are like we we need to be friends with everyone in the neighborhood you're coming in here screwing everything up this is a small town so i'm taking jeff you're going over to um you're gonna go hang out with randy i've made like a play date for you guys to hang out and oh, get to know each other and have fun lou doesn't get to send to juvie he just gets sent to like an aunt in this one instead Mm -hmm. and so jeff's over there hanging out with randy they're just in his room playing video games having a good time and everything like that then the moms go off to like i don't know go shopping or something and then that's when things turn around and it was all like a ploy keith and troy show up and Mm. they want to like beat him up in the garage a flare gun comes into the mix like and it accidentally goes off and that and then it i guess shoots jeff in the face so less of the joker in this one and more of like a two-face in this one is what jeff becomes okay yeah that like shoots his like you know mouth all backwards and it it really does become described as had to be a different villain exactly (laughs) but it very much feels that way and still wakes up with bandages still ultimately kills his parents because his parents are a little bit even i guess like worse people in this one and he doesn't kill his brother in this one he like wakes him up and says like good night i've set you free like he kills his parents and says good night i've set you free or something like that and disappears into the night <laughs> but yeah that okay, one bye. is a better story i didn't read like the extended version and that author has gone on to write more sequels to it and oh. that's the other thing about this is that there's been so many spinoffs so many like fan fiction of jeff the killer fan art people really i don't know it's like this really weird thing do you know anything about these other versions are they all origin stories or are there somewhere doing something because he Mm -hmm. he does just become someone who goes out and like kills people at this point 
Yeah. Yeah. He become this is the origin story of him becoming the killer, Jeff the Killer. He's like a slasher out. now. Exactly. There's people, there's there's spin-off characters that have developed. There's someone named Jane the Killer, I believe her name is, and she's the art she's the arch nemesis of Jeff the Killer because oh. there's been different origin stories for her as well, but like Jeff the Killer is either killed a- her parents or killed someone related to her, so she's always wanted to go out and I don't know if she kills two or kills people before. Je- like, it, there's this weird thing. But um, she like, gets him before he does. He's like, man, I was gonna kill that person. Right. <laughs> does like, she have a frowny face? If he's like, <laughs> like a happy face, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah, complete anti anti Jeff. Um, mm-hmm. There's been stories that people have made of Jeff the Killer fighting Slenderman. Slenderman happens all Slenderman. the time. Slenderman, <laughs> John Slenderman, Gene Slenderman, <laughs> Gene Slenderman, Slenderman, Gene Slenderman, uh, attorney at law. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff the Killer finding the Slenderman, like all these other stories spawning from it. The um, original image has been tried to trace it to where it comes from. The creator of that video at one point said, "Yeah, it was a latex mask that I made." But then that seems to have been not true because people have found that in a some weird Japanese videos from that were posted on YouTube that 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 image has shown in before as early as 2005. I want to say. Oh wow. Well, that no, 2005 is when they were found on some message boards. 2007, there was one that was found in a video weird yeah so so and the, the one on 2005 was on a japanese message board with another image that sessor had posted before where he claimed was the alternate version of the original design concept his sessor's earliest known internet presence is 2008 where he made a new grounds account called killer jeff where he acted as if he were jeff and the original video the one you guys saw was uploaded in 2008 in November. So huh. it's like, yeah, there's this image has been traced back, I guess, before the original Jeff thing. So nobody really knows, I guess, where it is or what it comes from. <laughs> so weird. If he inf- yeah. It's, it's uh, Jeff created it. Yeah, no, it, and it's, it's, it's a great, I think, it's a f- neat inspiration for what became Creepypasta and like Jeff the Killer is like one of the big names if you ever look into creepypastas this is mm-hmm. one of the ones that popped up it's jeff the killer it's been drowned it's slender man which we're going to be getting to soon it's some of the, these big ones that we we've hit before and we'll cover <laughs> some more of this stuff as well so yeah i'd be down to even if if you ever wanted to do a fun sequel one of the sequels i'd be down <laughs> <laughs> write a jeff the killer story Oh, that too. Or or do? Oh, I see what you're saying. I was saying, yeah. Cover if there one was the, one you wanted to do, I would be down for more. That'd Jeff be the interesting. Killer. Yeah, because I'd, I'd like Part to see. Two. Is he like the Mike Myers of creepypasta? <laughs> I mean, he's almost like I want, I'd almost call him. I, he's often portrayed in this almost kind of like sexy way. Oh, if that makes oh. sense, I could. I don't know if I if, if I've shown you uh, like other pictures nice. like the fan art for for. Jeff the Killer. Is it beefcake? Not necessarily like slender. Like, can you still see the screen I'm sharing? Yes. Yep. It's like a little thin anime, anime boy. Pretty much. He's like he's like a mixture of the Joker and the Crow mixed and together. Like, yeah. And all like, this fan art is and like Assassin's Creed because he has a white like anime hoodie on style. It. That's very. It feels very of the crowd of the creepy crowd. Those are some 
fucking mm-hmm. wild ones. So yeah, if go ahead and you know maybe we'll post some links to stuff. But yeah, if you search for Jeff the Killer fan art, you'll get a good sense of what what this imagery looks like, and definitely you'll see what the original image was. So that is the story of Jeff the Killer. There's many more stories which he encompasses and gets his little. I don't know, fingers into in whatever way. But um, I hope you all enjoyed that. I want to know what your history is with Jeff the Killer. Have you looked into it? Are you more interested to check it now? Have you read the the side stories and the sequels? Let us know. And before... That's right. (laughs) And we will go ahead and take a quick break and jump back into Would You Rather. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those lovely words of encouragement. So as we said before the break, we're going to jump right into our segment of Would You Rather, where we like to ask our, each other Would You Rather type questions or any multiple choice questions. And we are looking for suggestions from you. As always, hit us up on Instagram and slash with those. But for tonight, we will continue the trend of just going with what the hell we got. So I'm going to start us all off here tonight and ask you gentlemen, which version of Jeff the Killer, would you rather be bleach faced with a thing of bleach falling on your face, or two faced with a flare gun to your head? Ooh, I guess if you're gonna go Jeff, you gotta go full Jeff. I would go bleach Jeff. Right, I feel like that's like our, our classic look of of Jeff at yeah. this point. Full bleach, full thing of bleach. Half half Jeff is like very Phantom of the Opera. You know what I mean? Which is fine, but like you, <laughs> you want to go full Jeff. I mean, fa- I, half I, Jeff- I want to go half Jeff. I like the idea of being able to fool people with my profile. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun and half jeff has sure. some sweet boxing skills you would learn if yeah. oh yeah yeah you can oh yeah that's he's the gritty reboot that. right yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so you so you want the adam west jeff or the christian bale jeff exactly that's what we're going for here oh wow that's <laughs> but the appearance west. is much creepier i think you know from that original story uh, obviously it inspired all this other stuff but mm-hmm yeah, for me, if I was Jeff messing around with people, I think I'd have fun with the half face. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You might be leaning me towards the half face now. I also just want to know how to box better, maybe. Ah, yeah. screw it. I'm no, sticking I'm with not, my original. I'm, I'm going, going Adam West. At, yeah, we're going Adam West. <laughs> Sam's going Christian Bale. What are you guys going with? All right, Ross, you got a question for us. What is it? Okay, so we have uh, dabbled into a lot of different creepy pasta personas on this podcast which creepypasta monster would you feel like you'd have a good chance of fighting one-on-one with what are all the monsters that what i mean there's i mean like we've got like we've got the watcher uh we've got a seal creature from mel's hole we've got whatever it was in ted the caver yeah right which one um ben oh you know what like video you got the bunny man who's the little kid i was gonna say I would go against Bunny Man. Dear David, you know you know what I'm going to fight? I'm going to fight Blood Road. <laughs> Blood Road. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's a good that's a good just, question. I feel like I'm just, just had the cave punching a street. Yeah, just sitting there. Just beating a road down. It's not like it's a someone's heart that I can just punch to death. Yeah, right. Yeah, t- the Ted the Caver monster is too ominous. Like, that's too scary. I yeah, mean, no, that's Maybe the Watcher, just because the Watcher seems the most human. Yeah. I would say, for me, it would be like either Watcher or Bunny Man. I feel like Bunny Man, if it, one of his iterations is just a crazy guy in a bunny suit. That's true. Then... I could probably, I could probably, I could probably square off against that. Just pull, pull his, pull his ears, do like a hockey move and pull his ears over his face. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would go with like uh Jeff the killer or, I mean, we haven't covered Slenderman yet, but we will. I wouldn't go against I think him. I'd, 
I'd go Ben Drowned because I all you have to do is just like stop playing the video game, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Ben Drowned's oh. a good one. Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> you just turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was kind of thinking Mel's hole. Like you could just like kick not the seal the baby or not go in the hole, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to mess with because the seal baby I think has extra powers. I'm not gonna go against like. Yeah, I think I think what we what we've gone with. Yeah, that works. That works. Why not? What do you all feel? What creepypastas have we covered or, or urban legends and all that weird stuff? I think we're lumping together. Would you guys want to fight? Let us know. Sam, what is your question? Yes. My question. Guys, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, we'll finish it out. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Sorry. Love you. Yeah. Love you too. All right. I guess we'll keep this whole bit in. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Um, would you? Well, I actually needed help with my would you rather. Cause I, I I was gonna say, would you rather it rain blood or rain? What's something else? Gross. <laughs> Honey. I th- well, I mean, I feel like that's kind of easy, right? <laughs> Honey. Blood or pus? <laughs> no, blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. It's hard to think of something other. Like something that would be hard to ch- make the choice. Either it's too gross or it's not gross enough. Uh-huh. Something right at blood grotesqueness. <laughs> Can you think of any other liquid as gross as blood? There's my question. Well, <laughs> but, not grosser, but not grosser and not less gross. <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah. Or substance wanna... even, really. I don't know, spider webs. I want to like it if it rains spider webs. That'd be yucky. <laughs> I don't know how that'd work. <laughs> slinging web all right well ross is gone we did the show oh we're, was this still part of it <laughs> uh, yeah i thought it was <laughs> oh boy yeah once ross went away it got real loose so <laughs> yeah. so yeah ross had to had to jump out we're gonna you know what i would rather it rain blood or spider webs i think that's a fun one to go with <laughs> i think ultimately shit spider what blood Blood. blood can can I have like an umbrella? Yeah, totally. Okay, then blood. I feel like spider webs would still. Yeah, what's well, harder to clean up? I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, doing you don't want to walk day. through. Yeah, you know what it's like to walk through one spider web. Your whole outside is spider webs. <laughs> yeah, that, that's terrible. Rain, you could probably uh, prepare for better. Yeah. Well, let us know. What what do you think is the better choice out there, wonderful world? Or do you have a better suggestion that's just as gross as or? <laughs> But not gr- more or less gross than blood. Yes, let us know. That's that. That should be the the. Uh, that's the question. The question that is, is that would you rather? The question is, what is a <laughs> substance that is as gross as blood, but not grosser or less gross? Yes, a good comparison. Let us know. So go ahead and thank you. Well, so thank you so much for joining us on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and thank yourselves for joining us on this episode. Why not? It was uh, a fun one. I think we had a good time, but then it just fucking went off the rails at the end. We lose Ross. We lose everything. Ross is our happy. wheels. <laughs> so go ahead and follow him at Trouble the Ross on Instagram and Slasher. Go ahead and follow Sam at Trouble the Sam on Instagram and Slasher. Go ahead and follow me mm-hmm. at Trouble the Brian with a why? Because why not? on Instagram and Slasher as well. And go ahead and follow all of us at Chuddle the Pod. Instagram, Slasher, hit us up on 
Discord. Jump in there. Join the conversation. Go ahead and give us that five-star review, please, on Apple and Spotify. Write a review. That would be really, really cool. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear the feedback. Give us a vampire emoji if you made it this far. Ooh, vampire emoji is the emoji of the week. (laughs) 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 And if you forget anything else about us, just remember this one thing. Go to chuddlethepod.com. That'll help you remember all the other things. So until next time, we'll be waiting. do it again if i could but this time with my dick out (laughs) this isn't the sadness yet this isn't yeah he's almost sadness Mm -hmm.